when you're changing your life and moving to a new country, new things are bound to happen. Yeah. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Wandering Works for Us. We are Shelly and Beth, a married couple living in Portugal and traveling the world. These are our stories. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Wandering Works for Us. I'm Shelly. And I'm Beth. And it is December 27th. It is indeed. Two days after Christmas. <laughs> we had a big Christmas. We did. We, we had a whole season of Christmas. We had a whole season. And that's really one of, you know, the things we want to say is that here, because we don't have Thanksgiving, people after Halloween and the holidays that are on November 1st and 2nd, they kind of go right into Christmas. Yes, it's beautiful. <laughs> the decorations start going up. Everything's out in the stores. It's it's really different. It is. So this is our first Christmas in Portugal. It is. And we kind of glided through this season very quickly. I'm trying to think of the right thing to say here. <laughs> Because it's kind of hard to describe this season, the way that we celebrated it, even though some of the things are very different. We did some of the same things that we would do in the United States, but they were different. Yes, yes. And because they kind of started on Christmas in November, early November, and it lasts for, you know, essentially kind of two months of talking about Christmas, things are a little more spread out, maybe. And like we had our tree up by the week before Thanksgiving, I believe. Yeah, I think so. So at the beginning of November, Sheila came to visit us. Hi, Hi. Sheila. Hi, Sheila. And you guys got to do some Christmas shopping. We did. So they went into Caldish. One day I was like, why don't you two go Christmas shopping and bond and leave me here by myself so I can have some alone time. <laughs> Which could have been somewhat of a mistake because, of course, they came back with a burrow and a Christmas tree. <laughs> and reindeer. And some reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> and when we packed our things to come to Portugal, we had two suitcases full of Christmas decorations that we refused to give up. Right. Mostly ornaments that were special. Yeah. But also... We had a little bit of Halloween and a little bit of fall in, in there, too. Yeah. But it was mostly Christmas. Yeah, it was mostly Christmas, knickknacks and things. And so we needed a few more things to put around the apartment, even though we are trying desperately not to buy too much because this apartment is small. Right. And we just have kind of embraced the minimal look. Minimal is good. Yes. Especially in a small place. There is not Christmas everywhere in this apartment no there's not <laughs> which I have to say is easier it's, and it's enough really because it's not like you you know you're gonna miss it it's right prominent in the apartment but still it's very small <clears throat> so you guys went Christmas shopping and bought a tree early we did and we should say here 
Christmas trees are rarely live trees. Can special order one, and I heard that there was someone selling them somewhere where you didn't have to special order them, but it's very rare. And so for my first time ever, we have an artificial tree. Was it your first time ever as well? No, I had artificial trees when I was a kid. Oh, okay. I had never had one, and so I decided not to do my usual Beth sort of obsessing about how many branches it had and how lifelike <laughs> the the needles were and all of that, but just to go and pick one that looked good and kind of just go with it and not, you know, drive myself nuts, which is what I did. And it's great. It looks great. It does. It it looks very good. And you like it because you can bend the branches to hold the ornaments just right. Yes. And then <laughs> the tree doesn't droop, you know, when it's starting to either settle or starting to get older. Or and die. Yeah. yeah. So they, the ornaments have stayed exactly where I put them, except for the ones on the bottom that get a dog tail swishing on them sometimes. And I haven't had to remember to water it. It's Christmas miracle. It's really been great. <laughs> so we ended up decorating earlier than we would have if we were in the United States. But also, we were in Portugal in November last year, and we were looking for a place to live. And all the cities that we went to had Christmas lights. They were putting up all of these wonderful Christmas lights. And I was so excited to see them come on. And they cut them on after we left Portugal <laughs> at the end of November. Yes. But the cool thing here is each little city or each little village likes to decorate their village on their own. So instead of in America, we would spend a lot of time going to see lights in another place. Like we went to the Greensboro Science Center. We went on a car tour with our friends all the way into Purlington and Graham looking for places that people had lights out on their lawns. You know, those famous ones that are hooked up to the lighting show and the radio and they got, you know, all the music going on. And in America, sometimes that becomes somewhat of a competition depending on where you are. You don't have that here. No, almost no one decorates their the outside of their houses with lights or, you know, heaven forbid, blow-ups or something like that. Oh, gosh, I didn't see any blow-ups no, at all. No, I don't think those exist here. Yeah. And part of the reason is, is because electricity is expensive. Ele- yes. You know, that's probably part of it. But I think more of it is, is there's no need to because the community around you is so decorated and yeah. so lovely and bright and... You'd see a few of them out in the country have maybe something in their yard or lights on their house. But for the most part, not that here at all. I don't, I think there's maybe one or two houses in our village that somebody put lights on on the outside. But you can walk by and you can see they have Christmas trees on the inside. But here in town, we have this beautiful light show. We have this humongous Christmas tree. I don't know how tall it is, but it's huge. It's at least two stories. At least two stories high. And it's very bright in the mi- in the middle of our town. And we are in the middle of their town. So it kind of lights up the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is nice. And we have lights coming in and out of the town. And we have little things hung from poles and cute little hearts and symbols. Oh, and the giant Christmas ball out in front of the church. Yes. In between 
Solange's place in the church. Both the that Christmas ball and the Christmas tree you can walk inside of. And we spent a day, we went to Caldas Durania, who now has the largest angel in Portugal? I think that's what they said. Okay. But it's, it's the largest a, angel somewhere, and I think it was in Portugal. It is a large angel in the middle of their town. But their Christmas lights are strung through the streets. And when you go to the blog, you can see the pictures. But it's really amazing how they decorate the communities here. I love that. I love to see the Christmas lights. Yeah. They're so pretty. I really enjoyed it. I had seen them before in places like Paris and other places I had been, but it it was really nice here in our own home to have them, you know, every night after the lighting. And we did have a ceremony where we lit the tree and we there was even a band. Yeah, that was that a was whole nice. whole event. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. As usual, we watched it from the cafe. With our friends. Yes. (laughs) It was nice to have the band out there. And Santa came and they did a little countdown. It was pretty cool. And it was all over by 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. It was great. Another thing that they do here in Europe that they don't really do in the United States are Christmas markets. Now, we didn't visit very many here in Portugal this year. We visited one last year in Portugal in Lisbon. We happened upon it before we left and not a whole lot was going on at that Christmas market they did have the lights on yay yes but that was I think the only one that oh there was one in Setubal that we saw too that was the first one I had ever seen yeah I didn't know it was a little early in November that's the reason yeah and then we saw the one in Lisbon and so here in our little village we had a community Christmas market But it wasn't outside in the cute little houses. It was inside the community center. And a lot of local people came with their crafts and their olive oil and their nuts and their interesting looking lamps. They made lamps out of farm utensils. (laughs) Yeah, those were great. (laughs) Oh, they were great. They're beautiful. And we had some Christmas caroling going on then too. So that was a neat two days of community. It was. And we found several gifts. We did. We we tried our best to shop as local as we could. Yes. Except when we went to Zagreb and we shopped there too. But we tried really hard. Yes. They also have a day for children here right before school gets out. And I we had seen it advertised on Facebook for several days and we didn't we weren't really sure what it was and then one day we hear all this music being pumped from the city center. And all this cute little screaming kind of going on. And you, we, I went out there to see what it was. And they had gathered all the children out to come see Santa Claus. Yeah. They had a, they called him Pai Natal. Oh, yes. Pai Natal. Pai Natal is Santa Claus. They went and visited Santa Claus. And Santa Claus gave him a little bag with some chocolates in it. But the coolest thing they had going on out there was the snow machine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... They have a snow machine out here. It was suds. It was like little fine suds. And it looked like snow when it was coming out. And the kids were like dancing and screaming and running around in the snow and just having the best time. And parents were there with their kids. And, you know, the community came out to see and support. And it was really just, that was neat. I wish we did more things like that in the United States. But we're not as community-based in the United States. Right. And it's more individuals. But this was really fun. And it was, we should note that 
they couldn't do a real snow machine that day because it was 60 degrees yeah. Fahrenheit. <laughs> so, so, but the, the bubble that, no, it wasn't bubbles. The sudsy thing was really cool. It was cute. Yeah. we did this Christmas we had a little Christmas party at a friend's house but mostly we just kind of hung out and watched Christmas decorations go up and we watched a lot of Christmas movies we watched some Christmas movies but it's so funny because they don't quite hit the same here yeah because it's not the same sort of feel I guess yeah it's sunny and 60 degrees outside and you know People are delivering oranges. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, it has a different feel. But we did watch some Christmas movies and, you know, we tried to get more into the spirit. I think I had a different attitude about Christmas this year because we weren't with our families. Eli was coming to visit, you mm-hmm. know, but we weren't really with our families. So I was trying to figure out, you know, how how was the season or how do I celebrate Christmas magic a little bit differently this year? So I had a little bit of Christmas magic this year happen. You did? Yeah. <laughs> so every day I walk the dogs and I usually walk them on the same two paths. And every time I greet someone or, or I meet someone on the street, I always say, hello, bon dia, bota, you know, something. And they always reply in kind. So I get to know some of the villagers. They'll wave from their cars every now and then. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of nice. And so this one particular house that I pass has a nice, beautiful lemon tree in the front. And lately, the two people that live there would come out and say hello and kind of to the dogs and you know, and we'd smile and keep on going. But a couple of days before Christmas, she stopped me as I walked by and asked me a question. And of course, it was in Portuguese. So I was a little lost at first. because Oh, my gosh, I have to, you know, figure out what these words mean. But I did pick out the word lamouche, which means lemons. And she was pointing to her tree. And she asked me the question again and pointed to the tree and not being sure about what she said. I just said, yeah, sure. See, see. <laughs> And she threw up her finger and said, you're like, wait a minute. And so I kind of stood out there for a sec and she came back and she had a purple bag and she went over to the lemon tree and started picking lemons. And it was that point I kind of figured out Well, she just asked me, do I want some lemons? And of course, I love lemons. I go through a lot of lemons. Indeed. (laughs) Love them in my water, cook with them. And so she had handed me, what, about eight lemons out of that? At least. Big that ones. tree, big ones, beautiful, bright yellow lemons. And it just made my night because I'm just, you know, technically a stranger that walks through and just says hello every now and then. This is the only real encounter I'd had with her. But it was so sweet. And when she handed them to me, she said, Feliz Natal. And I was like, oh. and that means Merry Christmas. And I was like, Feliz Natal. It's <laughs> <laughs> about to cry. So I came home with a bag of lemons and Beth's like, what's that? I was like, this lady gave me lemons. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and I observed at the time, I said, you know, we have been welcomed into this community, not only by our expat friends that we hang out with a lot, but by the Portuguese residents here in this community. Everyone has been very kind. They always say hello to us uh, in Portuguese, of course. And we have felt very welcomed here. 
But that was more, I called it, being accepted into the community. It was kind of like another step in. And it was really special. It was just a very kind gesture, you know? And, huh. Because you walk this this village and there's orange and lemon trees everywhere in people's yards and you know she was just sharing what she had and it was just so sweet it was it was very sweet so Eli came to visit he did we picked him up on the 16th Mm -hmm. and on that same day my family was having Christmas back in the United States and so that afternoon we got to FaceTime with them and it was okay. My dad's Wi-Fi is horrible. So Gary, if you're <laughs> listening to this, please fix your Wi-Fi <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because every time I try to FaceTime with him in his house, it's a horrible, it just keeps crapping out. But if I FaceTime with him and he's in the Walmart, everything's fine. Yeah. Or in his office. Or in his car. Yeah. You know, <laughs> wherever it's fine, but not at the house. But it was lovely to see my family's faces that day. And then the next day, we had another Zoom meeting with my best friend's mom turning 80 years old. And they threw her a surprise party. So we Zoomed in to see that. And she was really surprised. Yes, she was. That and was if you're listening, sweet. hello, Anne. Hey, Anne. We love you. Happy birthday. Her birthday's actually tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Happy birthday, Anne. So we had a big family weekend with Eli here and then all of that happening. And then... We just had a busy week because Eli was here and he wanted to go see some things. So we went to Centra. We went to the Conimbraga. 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 Okay. I'm going to go with that one. Conimbraga Ruins up close to Coimbra. Mm -hmm. Those are really cool. We'll talk about them in another podcast. But that was a neat day. So we were very busy with Eli here. And then kind of Christmas sort of rolled in on us, didn't it? It did. (laughs) It rolled in. (laughs) And we had a nice Christmas Eve. We had Shelly did a roasted chicken and we watched some Christmas movies and that was very nice. And it was party central out in the village. It was because Christmas Eve here is the big day, not Christmas Day. During the first part of the day, though, the shops were open here in town. I didn't expect them to be. I thought one cafe might be open because they need to sell the bread and they do big orders for the king cakes and the queen cakes and all the sweets and beautiful things that people serve on Christmas Eve. And you can order them from the cafes and they go pick them up on Christmas Eve. So I figured those were open just for that particular reason. Yeah. And in the afternoon, everything was closed. I think except maybe one shop in town. And I think she was just open because she was being social with the people. (laughs) (laughs) But everything closed down. And then we had a good amount of traffic through the village I guess people coming to visit their families and so I was out walking the dogs and people were unloading presents and cars and going inside and so Christmas Eve is a is party time for them they have all of their family over they eat the bacalao which is not my favorite (laughs) it's kind of gross not mine either it's salted codfish and I am convinced that one day we're going to have it in a dish and we're going to go, oh, this is good. But we haven't yet. Not um, yet. They serve that. They have all the nice sweets and they serve it with greens, which is usually some sort of cabbage and boiled eggs. And so they have their party then. 
And then on Christmas morning, it was dead quiet in the village. Like no church bells, no nothing, no traffic, nothing, nothing was open and nothing was going to be open that day. It was just so quiet. But we had our Christmas day, our big day that day, because, you know, our tradition is to open presents and do the party on Christmas day. So we got up that morning and we had to bake a bunch of stuff for the party. <laughs> we did. Because we were doing kind of like a, sort of like a potluck kind of thing with our Scottish neighbors, our Scottish friends, invited all the American expats over to their house and we're going to have Christmas dinner or Christmas lunch that went into dinner. And so everybody had to bring something. So we had to do some baking. So we opened a few presents that morning. Eli was here, so he got his presents. Yes. And we opened the presents for my dad that were in Amazon boxes under the tree. <laughs> yes. And and that was pretty much it for our Christmas morning. Did we watch a movie? Did we watch a Christmas movie? I can't remember. I think we did. I can't remember now. I can't remember. I think we were so busy trying to get food ready. Yeah. That we were sort of in a rush about showers and food and getting everything done. And then we went over to our Scottish friends, Meg and Jeff, to have lunch. And we were there from 2 until about 9.30 at night. (laughs) Indeed. As per usual. As per usual, because we are a rolling party, but the rest of them are rolling parties too. So once it got started, it, it went on and on. But we had such a great time. We did. We we ate, we played darts, we they put a fire out back so it got nice and warm. We socialized and and the cool part about it was Eli was involved. He hung out with us for a long time. Joellen's boys were there. We didn't hang out with them very often and we got to be with them. It was just a very easy, neat gathering that made Christmas just special. Special. Yeah. It's basically the group of people that we do things with the most often and we were all there and and it was nice it was it was lovely no one was traveling over christmas so we all just like hey we should do something together yeah with us yeah so it was very nice and now it's more it's the neighborhood is back to normal <laughs> pretty much on the 26th yeah. you know in the UK that's boxing day yeah and so that's another holiday really there but here we were everybody was back to business yeah, the next day I believe well I don't <clears throat> think the florist I don't think Paula was back to normal I think she was still closed. Uh, but a lot of other businesses in town, like the cafe was open again. The restaurants were open again. And there was traffic through town. So everything yeah. seemed to be back to normal. We weren't quite back to normal because, well, it was a long party. And <laughs> we needed to take Eli back to the bus station because it was his last day with us. Yeah. So now he's down in the Algarve with his dad and my sister. And they're having a good time down there. And then... We get my sister a visit from her next week, the first week of January. New Year's Day. So we don't know what our New Year's plans are yet, but I'm sure you'll hear about them eventually. (laughs) Yeah. Because it is what it is. But that was basically our Christmas holidays here in Portugal. We absolutely loved it. We did. I give it a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. We do miss our people back home, you know, doing all the fun party things with them. And, you know, it's not quite the same. But all in all, when you're changing your life and moving to a new country, new things are bound to happen. Yeah. And we didn't mention that 
the slower pace was very nice after last year. Oh, gosh, yes. Because last Christmas, we knew we were leaving in March, and so we crammed it all in. We saw every light display. We went to every light, special light thing. We saw all the friends. We 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 did did, all the parties. We did it all. We threw the parties. We did. And in the meantime, we're packing. (laughs) Yeah. We're trying, to, trying to tell all of our family that we're moving. <laughs> yeah, so it was a big Christmas season last year, and it was it just was. so busy. It was so it was nice this year to be a little this more relaxed. Year, it was very calm this year, and it was nice. And we weren't go 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 trying to buy everybody every present, making sure everybody on our list got something. We just you know we were like these are the people we're buying for because we got to ship all this stuff back to the United States. Merry Christmas. Yes. To us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because it was calm. Because <laughs> it was calm. All right. I think that's it for this episode. I think it is. Yay. Merry Christmas to everyone. I believe we're going to maybe do our best of the best for 2003 next episode. I think she means 2023. Yeah. I don't know what year it is. Anyway. I can't even remember we, 2003. We didn't mention that, you know, we have a <clears throat> crock pot full of mold wine that we're trying to get through. <laughs> Yeah. Never mind. Anyway, yes. So our next episode, we'll do the best of 2023. There you go. And maybe tell what we want to do in 2024 and see how it goes. Okay. Sounds great. All right. So as usual, like, subscribe, tell all your friends about us. Hit us up on social media because we're on all of them. Check out the YouTube channel. (laughs) Woohoo! And... As always, we take suggestions. If there's any questions you have or anything you want to hear us talk about, please let us know. You could also email us at wonderingworksforus at gmail.com. And also, we should say, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! And we will talk to you soon. Boa Todd! Boa Todd! Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. If you would like to reach out to us or ask questions, you can find us on our social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can also follow us at our website, www.forus.com. That's www.forus.com. Hope to hear from you soon. Obrigada! Obrigada!